Well, Lou Crenshaw, you want to know what I've been thinking about? Please tell me. <laughs> so within the last couple months, I have switched from regular toothpaste to charcoal toothpaste. Mm -hmm. Right? So the benefits are a little bit I more whitening. I guess so they better, say. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's better for you. Yeah. Whatever. Right? Yeah. So, but it's kind of fun because when I first had uh, tried it, it was just kind of comedic putting mm -hmm. black paste <laughs> yeah. inside your mouth. It makes your sink so dirty. I know. So this is what I'm thinking. I'm like, wow, this... I'm, as I'm looking at my sink after brushing my teeth in the morning and in the evening, and it's all over the place. It's all <laughs> over. It's like sometimes like I actually have some on my arm right now from this morning. You see this right here? From this like, morning, please. From you just brush your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> it's 3.45 in the afternoon. That's true. Don't lie. We are in quarantine. We Ladies are and gentlemen. At stay at home. Yes, I did just brush it my is teeth. April 8th, 2020, a day, April 7th, April 6th. I don't even know what the date it's is. It's the 7th. Yeah. But we are in our who knows how many week of being at home. Mm-hmm. And you and I are roommates, so we're in the same in space. In the same space. So, yes. yeah, you got toothpaste on your arm this morning. Yeah. That's what you This saying. morning. This, uh, yeah, afternoon. <laughs> Five minutes <laughs> this, ago. This, uh, right before you brush your teeth for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, I had, so I'm, I'm looking at the sink and I am seeing all this splatter, the black splatter everywhere. And I'm like, gosh, this charcoal toothpaste is just something else. Like, it's just so messy and it's just, it's all over the place. I have to like wipe out the inside of my sink after I get done using it. And then I'm brushing my teeth again. So this is probably like a couple months worth of like telling myself this, this charcoal toothpaste is so messy. This charcoal toothpaste gets everywhere. This charcoal toothpaste. And then, like, a couple weeks ago, I'm brushing my teeth thinking, it's not the charcoal toothpaste. It's just when I use regular toothpaste, you can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, this is me. This is not the toothpaste. This, uh, is, this is the fact that I am really just this messy when I brush my teeth. My I'm sink like, is white and my toothpaste is white. And my toothpaste is white and... Even like the counters are whitish, and and so when they splatter or it splatters when I spit, you actually realize how much of your saliva goes all over the sink when you spit with charcoal toothpaste. Social distancing, <laughs> six feet. <laughs> it's crazy. Welcome to the Dear Life I'm In podcast. I am Lou Crenshaw, and I am Chantel Dayton. <laughs> And here we are once again. This is episode seven. Episode seven. Yes. Um, and this is a very unique time that we are experiencing right now. In as... human history. Like yeah. in the history of the world. Yeah. Which is like we are alive in a time that is, is so unique for every person. And uncertain. Yeah. 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 Where we are in quarantine in our home. Mm -hmm. We live in Central Point, Oregon. 
Um, Don't give him our address. I, yeah, of course not. <laughs> my social security number is... Yeah. Do you want to know my bank account number? There's not very much money in it, but you could see what you can get. Uh, but no, yeah, so we live... Um, we obviously own a gym together, and we recently had to close the gym due to the quarantine temporarily, yeah. and we have no idea yeah. when we are going to open it back up. Yeah. So we're two two single girls in the midst of this stay-at-home, and uh, no husbands, no kids, and, uh, and a business to run, and so it's been very interesting because we're not like chasing around running children or anything we're just working our tails off recording podcasts in the middle of the living room with (laughs) really janky equipment so if the sound quality doesn't sound as great as our other ones it's because we don't have our podcast man here with us but you know know what the show must go on (laughs) yes it must the show must go on Chantel we just we gotta get it to just we got to keep going. We do. Yep. It's actually a really. Uh, it's interesting because you do. You look at the um, the questions of what is what's actually happening right now in the world and what is happening to people in their homes. And you had just said it. Like some people are chasing their children around, trying to be homeschool moms. Yeah, which homeschool dads. It's just crazy. It's just crazy and work at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, some spouses even that, like, I I was talking to somebody the other day and they had mentioned that they were like, wow, my husband, I haven't spent this much time with my husband in a really long time. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that must be, <laughs> yeah. it must be really interesting. Do because... you fart this much during the day at work <laughs> as you do at home? <laughs> I actually saw that on a meme. It was like, do you fart this much at work? And he's like, no, that's why it always feels great to get in my car after work. <laughs> yeah. I also saw this meme. It was uh, this, because all the sports stuff has, you know, has been canceled. And um, and it was, uh, it was March Madness specifically. It was, it pertained to that. And this guy had said, wow, I was sitting, at, or it was obviously a man reading the meme. This, um, I was sitting on my couch and there was this woman sitting next to me. Turns out she's really nice. And also turns out she's my wife. <laughs> I was like, oh man, that's kind of sad. It's really actually yeah. very sad. It is very yeah. sad. Yeah. Um, it's funny. A lot of people learning uh, new ways to navigate relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or just even families. There's probably some families. I know I had a I had a, a client of mine who said I've I don't know that I've ever remember eating breakfast at the table with my children, and yeah. we did the other day, um, which is so crazy and incredible. And I mean, I think you can look at. I think we could talk about this for the whole, the whole time, which we probably don't, because there's probably enough podcasts who are talking about this whole thing that we're going through, but. Really being able to see the, um, you know, the bright side and being able to see the positives coming out of what is actually really awful for a lot of different reasons um, mm-hmm. for people's lives, for the economy and for the world and for nations and for families. But 
being able to have families who've never, maybe never like taken time to be together before. That's Mm -hmm. just so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And probably very challenging. Yeah. And even, even the, like you and I had mentioned, you know, and we've been talking about with, uh, with our girls that we have from our gym, we've taken them online. And, and so we do, uh, virtual classes, you know, twice a day and, we have all of our girls and then some still coming to the classes. And so we're able, it's really cool because we're able to process um, a lot of a lot of what, you know, uh, I don't want to say gyms, but even like works, work uh, or, or groups of people outside of the home where mm-hmm. they gather. So whether it be at a gym or whether it be at a church, you don't, um, you don't find yourself still being able to stay in contact with all of those people outside of that space. And yeah. so, um, but yet we're able to do that through Zoom, which is just incredible. Zoom is like booming. It totally. is a booming business. Yes, yes it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. all of the apps that are going to come out of, I just was thinking about all of the, all of the inventions and innovations um, and the imagination of like, or the, the, basically the ingenuity and the innovations that will come from the imagination as we mm-hmm. are in this time for so many people, mm-hmm. you just wonder what, what will come out of, of this time or how many apps are going to come out of, mm-hmm. of this time period or somebody discovering something that we didn't need until, yeah you know, we needed it. Bidets, that's probably a great, you know, <laughs> thing, like a really great booming business right now. Zoom, bidets, um, if you're in the toilet paper industry, yeah. it's a great business to be in right now. Yeah, yeah. no kidding. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so you you see the, the things that already are, that are um, becoming the, not the hot topics, but the, you know, the top selling the ne- items, yeah. you know, the, the necessities things. and yeah. even like baking, like thinking about like the baking, uh, like ingredients for baking, like sugar, brown sugar yeah. and flour. And you're mm-hmm. looking in the stores and they're like all sold out, which is yeah. kind of crazy. Right. Yeah. Um, because obviously people are staying home and they're cooking and they're, yeah. they're learning new things. Hopefully um, not getting chubbier. Yeah. Hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually getting way fitter. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> Um, and so you look at the, the, the groups of people, you know, the, like we actually still get to be around the people that we would normally be around inside of our workplace. And, and so I, I feel like we are, we kind of have like this special connection with our girls because we're able to process with people that we know and they're able to process with people that they know, um, that outside of their home. And so it's, it's really cool to get the insight on what's happening in relationships, but then also what's happening with each other and like the value of having that community inside of the gym that is so connected through movement and already through, you know, sharing about their kids or sharing about their spouses and sweating together and fighting together, mm-hmm. crying together, Breathing you know, being together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they get to do that outside of the gym, which is kind of what we've seen. Yeah. Um, you know, when, when you work out, there is a struggle there for your growth and we very rarely 
take those happenings inside of the gym and actually think like we we say it you know as coaches like what find something to fight for you know like let's let's dig deep like see see what's in there like reveal the things that are unknown and and so it's like oh and so people get so excited and then they carry the sandbag farther or they push the sled faster than they've ever pushed it or you know they do five more reps than they thought they could and so you see that come about and then, but then they leave that somewhat inside the gym and apply it a little bit to life when it's, when it's needed, when it's needed. Yeah. And now you have something that's happening in the world. Every, everyone is affected and you have this uncertainty and this resistance that's coming into, into play for everyone. And people are going like, oh my gosh, like this is this is it. And we've, we've even said to our girls, like, girls, this is what we train for. Like, I (laughs) I don't know if we said it like like that. This is like, I said it in the the email kind of like, this is, this is what, this is what we train for. We train for life. We don't train for, uh, to carry a sandbag that's 10 pounds heavier than what we did, you know, two months ago. We don't train for that number. We train for like what it actually does to the human, like to the body, to the system. So then we can actually relate it you know with the the weight of life yeah well and we train for we train for the moments where you're anxious and you're feeling lonely and you're feeling sad and you feel like you have no control over your inner world about what is happening inside of your nervous system what's happening with your heart uh, what's happening with your breath oh my gosh I my heart is is beating and I'm not sleeping and you know, all of, all of these things that, um, that are things that we can manage inside of ourselves. And we are teaching people to do that in the gym so that when it comes to doing it in life, it's there. And the amount of women who have just said, oh my gosh, like I, I've used my breath and I've used movement to deal with my anxiety, to deal with my depression, to deal with the uncertainty, to Mm -hmm. like pull me out of the funk that I was in or to, you know, help me get through this period of where I was realizing how afraid I was. And so being able to use breath and movement in such a beautiful way in a real life situation that none of us expected, right? Mm -hmm. Like we are constantly talking, um, always about the plot twists and the something else's that happen and what we do with those plot twists and what we do with those something else's. And it's like one of my most favorite things to talk about, but now we actually get to be smack dab in Mm -hmm. the middle of that Mm -hmm. where we're all going to, it's like I said to you this morning, Chantal, like I said, oh my gosh, when we're 75, we're going to be talking about like, do you remember back in 2020, we all were sitting in our homes and we couldn't come outside because there was this virus going around and, and knowing that we will look back at this time in history and we get to say, I came out of this a better human being. Mm -hmm. Like I, I learned, I grew, I connected, Mm -hmm. um, I struggled, um, and I fought for a better version of myself, even in the midst of being at home, because there still is this wrestle and struggle in the midst of being at home. Yeah. 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 It's pretty, it's pretty crazy when you, when you apply the actual stress to your life, Mm -hmm. you know, rather than just try to avoid it. Mm -hmm. And when you actually say, okay, this is, 
this is something that I am going to, I'm going to like stand up, not stand up against, but I am. Engage with. Yeah, I'm going to face it. I'm going to turn around and I'm going to face it. And I'm going to allow it to like reveal things yeah. in me so then I grow. Yeah, because it'd be really easy to bury myself in food and booze and Netflix and social mm-hmm. media mm-hmm. Um, and or just being overly busy and, and just drowning ourselves in all the things, whether it's or it's overly training or just mm-hmm. doing whatever we can to disconnect anything, anything that we can do to numb ourselves out from you know, feeling what this season feels like, which feels disappointing and it feels grievous and it feels, um, lonely and it feels uncertain and it feels, um, filled with a lot of questions. It feels Mm -hmm. like who's telling me the truth. I think that's been the biggest, uh, struggle other than fear and like provision and business. Like at the very beginning, the, the greatest thing that has been mulling around inside of me that I get to wonder how I get out on the other side of this and, and trying, how, how do you learn from the situation of like, actually, who's telling me the truth? Mm-hmm. Like, who, who is telling the truth? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And knowing that like, I don't know, I get to be responsible for me and I, I get to, to do the best that I'm capable of right now in this situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Like with that, um, I think it would be really awesome, Lou, if, if we, uh, if you, like you shared where just like with the whole process, because as outside of, we, we can look at this, um, we can sit and we can talk about COVID-19. We can sit and we can, yeah, I don't (laughs) want to either. We can sit and we can talk about these, these things, like all, all of the, the, um, the lies and the conspiracies and uh, the politics and no, thank um, you. all of the things that are just... I'm just, just not sure who to trust. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all. Right? So we can, we can talk about these things and we can say like, okay, everybody's talking about those things. Um, and really, it's, it's like, let's talk about like the person. So let's talk about... Uh, I would love for you to share just a little bit about like where you... Um, where you have like been, I don't want to say like where you know yourself to sit in a stressful situation and then knowing your response to what happened to this stress that comes in um, and then how you have like worked through it in, in a way that looks like how can I or how did I process, um, how have I processed the stress of even like as a woman but then also as a leader um, as like a business owner in the community, um, like actually like, okay, these are things that, that these were really difficult decisions for me to make. And this is what came up and this is the direction that I went. Mm. Um, I think it would be really cool, uh, because I feel like a lot of people are, are in that boat right now. Um, and a lot of, and you shared, um, you Lou shared on our Instagram uh, you did a story on an IG story and you basically were just, you shared your heart as where, like where you were, mm. um, and, and how like unsure you were. Mm. Um, because I feel like in this, in this season, what I have found is like one of the most, um, I don't want to say like controversial, but the, and I also don't want to say annoying, 
but I also want to um, give give the irritation <laughs> its credit yeah, yeah. Um, to the the part where people. Um, just feel like they just like know what to do and everybody's like overreacting and they're just like these cool cucumbers or these stiff rods that like can't be bent mm-hmm. um and or they are you know so it's it's stiff rods snap easily yeah they do <laughs> they do they just they just can't be bent but you, you know what i'm talking about like yeah. like the arrogance or um the egos of some people that have uh, who have all the answers, who this is just a moment in time, this is going to pass, this is going to, right? And so Maybe you, it will. <laughs> it, 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 maybe it will, yeah. you know? Um, but in the meantime, the feelings that are coming about are also very real. Yeah. Um, and so I, I think that it's, uh, it's important for us to share kind of where, where we are as humans um, with other humans, yeah. uh, because then it gives them permission to be human yeah 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 do you want to share a little bit yeah I think um I think this process has been a really um a really interesting one um for me for my heart and I think for a lot of people when we don't realize that if we don't deal with the past and we think we've just pushed it away we've moved on we've stuffed it down far enough that like there's still all these these little kids inside of us that try to come up and sabotage us. <laughs> you know? yeah. They're like, "Hey, I'm still here. I'm five and I'm scared. Yeah, I'm twelve and I'm really afraid with a bad attitude. <laughs> I'm fourteen going through puberty and I feel like I'm not being heard right now. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think that uh, we just we have such a firsthand experience with helping people navigate through life and through the past and through pain and heartache and trauma, um, through movement and breath and, and inside the gym, we sort of have that like unorthodox, um, way that we use fitness and create community and connection. But I think, uh, I think I've gotten to see all of these like faces of like little tiny Lou, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and oh, I bet she was so cute. So cute. <laughs> she had a really big mouth. <laughs> you guys, I had to gi- such a gigantic mouth as a child. I finally grew into my face, but my, my true. Mom, I've seen pictures of oh, you. Oh yeah, I could fit my whole fist <laughs> in my mouth. I definitely couldn't do it now, but and as we saw in our first episode of Verona Ring uh, on our IGTV, if you haven't seen that yet, oh, I'm sorry, I did um, lose who, who at Chubby Bunny. Yeah, I know, I lost. <laughs> But, you know, you do have that one friend, John, who always says, like, you guys have the biggest mouths and you always wonder who has John the bigger from mouth. New York. You have the bigger mouth, actually. I do. I definitely you like my, more I feel like that my mouth, like my lips are smaller as far as like I can't yeah, open you, it as wide. Like, but even when you put the marshmallows in your mouth and like you saw us side by side, like my cheeks were like mm-hmm. I could definitely so fit spread more out in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Can. I did lose. I did say I was going to win. I'll win all the other challenges. Oh. Uh, there was more coming and I will just I'll win those ones. Um, we'll see about that. Yeah, but I think um I think when we get to be honest and we stop hiding, um a lot of things in life change. Mm-hmm. So if I can uh not try to hide and uh pretend like I'm not afraid in the midst of this. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot that I can learn, but knowing that it's going to be ridiculously messy Mm -hmm. 
like really, really messy. Um, and so my, my first week was, was, it was not paralyzing fear because I was not paralyzed. Mm -hmm. I am three on the Enneagram and, uh, I was listening to a, uh, a guy talk about, um, Ian Cron of typology podcast. And he was talking about numbers in stress and he's like threes, you were built for times like this. Like you are adaptable. You are ready to like change directions and you can move and you move quickly and you're super productive. And, um, and I was coming up with so many things in the middle of the night. Um, but trying to decipher between what am I trying to produce because it's necessary for, for drop gym and for camp 17 and for the future of the business. And, um, knowing that we, we have something magnificent here and obviously like, I don't want to see it die. Mm -hmm. And so what can I do? Um, but in the middle of the night, there was a million different business ideas, but most of them were out of, they were, you know, three o'clock in the morning. So I'm afraid and mm -hmm. I feel frustrated and I feel like I don't really know what to do. And so I'm going to just try to do something. Mm -hmm. And so trying to navigate through, um, through that was really, was really good. It was really challenging. I feel like I cried tears that were 39 years old, yeah. you know, just really old tears that didn't have, they didn't have words to them. They didn't have like, Oh, that's what I'm crying about. They were just deep, like deep, deep, guttural, very cleansing tears. Because as we talk about your tears, when they come out of your eyes, the effect that they have on your body, like they're natural painkillers, your tears actually carry toxins and pain like out of your body. The tear actually mm -hmm. holds it. So amazing, um, isn't it's, it? It's so amazing. Yet we are so ashamed of it. But it was like, I couldn't even pretend like I was fine. Mm-hmm. Like there was no space that I could pretend that I was okay, um, that I wasn't afraid, um, that I was just trying to be productive. Um, and so, but then I started also feeling a lot of shame about the fact that I do produce and I have all kinds of ideas and I think that this is what we should do and then we should do this and then we should do this. So then there was this shame wrapped around that as well. Mm -hmm. But then realizing like, oh, and uh, kind of a papa friend to me said, you know, you, this is who you are. You, mm -hmm. you, you are forethinking and you, you are adaptable and you do have really great ideas. So don't feel ashamed that you came up with these ideas mm -hmm. when you came up with them. Yeah. But I felt so ashamed that I came up with them out of fear. Yeah. But knowing like, oh, wait a second, we talk about this. Mm-hmm. The difference between courage and bravery is that courage actually involves fear. Yeah. And so, oh my gosh, am I actually moving forward in courage mm -hmm. in my business? I'm, I'm totally realizing this right now as I'm talking to you guys <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> like in this very moment, having a total real realization in my brain. Yeah. Um, and so realizing that it actually does take courage to move forward and to keep advancing and to keep like moving towards the, the vision and the goal for the people and mm -hmm. for the, the purpose that is on your life. Yeah. And so it, it actually takes courage to not curl up in a ball and just say, I hope this all gets over really fast mm -hmm. because that would be really easy to do. Like I'm going to put my head in the sand. I'm just going to wait till this is all over. And then when it's over, 
then maybe I'll deal mm-hmm. with this. And, and when you, you when you say a ball too, I mean, it doesn't necessarily look like what you picture it is, right? No. Like where you're in a corner. This is like the ball would look like eating horrible food, mm-hmm. like day in, day out, um, drinking excessively, the Netflix, the sleeping in until 10, mm-hmm. the staying awake until 1 a.m., mm-hmm. you know, all those things that are like, they're hiding from the norm, like your normal function. Yeah. And it doesn't it doesn't actually literally look like hiding in I mean it could. It could for some people. Well, so for me, that is my that is my like, you know, curl up in a ball and not do anything because yeah. I feel so overwhelmed that I don't know what to do, so I'm not gonna do anything. Yeah. Right. And so I that's such a good point because it doesn't it doesn't look like that for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um but I I went into like production mode um and it was really good production mode but then uh, like obviously having uh having your friendship and having your um vision and having your eyes and having your brain um be the other half of the business was so helpful because you got to say like that's a really good idea this not so much mm-hmm. you know and so I, there was that moment where we were just sitting in the living room like talking about our business and just the realization where you just sort of said like, we need to figure out what we're producing out of fear and what we're producing because this is the direction that Mm -hmm. it's time to go. Yeah. Right. Because we've been sitting on a lot of things for a lot of years and we're still sitting on a lot of things. And so Mm -hmm. when is there, when is the release? Like Mm -hmm. when is the time for that? Yeah. Um, to happen. That's not out of necessity, but out of, okay, no, it's time. Yeah. And it could just be time right now. So how many people like right now is the time to release the thing yeah and and they're not releasing the thing because what honestly what is what is everyone's like top like okay i i want to write a book but i don't have enough time mm-hmm. i want to you know i want to i want to get a degree yeah. yeah i but i don't have enough time i want to do this but i don't have enough time i want to do this but i don't have enough time or i need and it could be on the the complete opposite end where you're doing something that is changing the world you're doing something that is that you are plugged into where you're at. It's making a difference. It's making people's lives better. You are, you indeed do have and are playing a significant role in the world, right? Like you're, you are, that's, that's part of your story. But if, if you look at that and for some, it might be, this is the time to rest a little bit. This is a time to prioritize a little bit. This is the time to, um, because even though you're doing something that is still good, good for the world, and it is like you are, you are uh, stepping into like your purpose. It's it's interesting. You can get burnt out there too. Mm-hmm. You know, you can you can get you can get tired. And so this could be a time where people then start looking like, wow, I need to take better care of myself. You know, yeah. I need to reevaluate uh, my diet or my exercise or just even the time that I spend with my family. I need to be able to spend a little bit more time with my spouse or I need to make it a priority to spend more time with my children. Um, and this, is, this goes for, for men and for women both. Uh, which I think is just like, such a beautiful thing that's happening. Yeah. Um, or for some people, you're you know, for them, it's time for them to dream. Yeah. Like it's time to to move into those things that we haven't necessarily had time for because, 
really everyone taking risks, stepping out in courage and chasing your dreams. There's never going to be a convenient time for it. Yeah. No, there's, there's no convenience in it, Mm -hmm. which is why so many people are not, you know, living in that place of like, yes, I am doing what I love to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So true. So when you were, you were just talking about, um, the little, like, the little girl or like in your case, the little girl, Lou, mm-hmm. you were saying that like, okay, this is like the little girl is coming in and she's afraid and mm-hmm. she's like sabotaging your, <laughs> your, <Yes>. my sleep, <laughs> your sleep. Um, but then also even your waking hours, she's like freaking out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you, you see that. And like when you were saying that, and then you have like these gifts Right? You have gifts like as a three, like you are a pioneer, you are a runner, you're a mover, you're a shaker. And so you look at that and then you look at this little girl. And right now, like as a grown woman outside of having something that is that is that that not produces the fear, but that is really um, provoking the fear, you know, in you, which is obviously what's happening in the world right now. So it's like it's kind of pushing on you a little bit and that little girl surfaces but that little girl is surfacing still with all the gifts that you function as a full, like as a grown woman, mm-hmm. right? And so you have all of these. And so if you look at that, it's like a little girl like holding this massive sword, <laughs> yeah, right? And so she is like, ah, like trying to freak. <laughs> like she's she's trying to control it, but, but yet, it's basically walking her. <laughs> it is walking her. And so that's like where, like when you come to the point where you're like, okay, you're okay. You know, and you reconcile, you know, even with that little girl and you do like, because when, when things like when there's pressure on things like cracks are, are revealed, right? But that's the only way that we can really become stronger is if we even like know where those cracks are. And to not even, not to, 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 not to, but sorry, guys, the circus just, uh, circus parade just just went by the front. <laughs> Remember that one time in Holland? That, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, there was, you want to tell them that story? Yeah, there was one time in Holland. It was last, it, last yeah, summer. Yeah, last summer, Lou and I went to, uh, we went to Europe for um, an apprenticeship for a month. And we we stayed in this B&B in Utrecht uh, in the Netherlands. And oh my gosh, um it was it was like nine o'clock at night. Yeah, it was so and, late at night. But it was summertime, so it stayed light until like eleven. Yeah, like eleven p.m. Yeah. yeah, like it's and then the sun came up at like five. Yeah, <laughs> and so there wasn't a whole lot of time. Yeah. Uh, Your circadian yeah, rhythms were like <laughs> off. lots of light, yeah. lots very little dark, lots of light. Yeah, yeah. And so we're we're sitting there, sitting there. Who are we kidding? We're like ready, like getting into bed. And we're sharing this like really cool little loft um, with these two cute little beds. And then it's got this table and it's got this beautiful window. And we had um, the curtains were pulled. And all of a sudden we hear like, it sounds like a parade from afar. And we just kind of lean in and I'm like, hey, do you hear that? She's like, yeah, I hear that. And the next thing you know. It gets louder. It gets louder and Still louder. Sounds like a parade. Yeah, and then I like open up the window, like just like pull the shades back, and sure enough, here comes a parade right down <laughs> the middle of the street. And this like it was not really an apartment complex, but it, it was, was. It was, it was like going through complex. like a like through an apartment like 
neighborhood. Yeah, it was so, so random. Bizarre. So I guess random. it's something they do in Holland, yeah. like to celebrate kids's like some, their their graduation of yeah. something. Of they walk yeah. a five k, and they all had flowers, and there literally was a marching band for probably till every grade ten thirty. Yeah, till like ten thirty at night. Yeah, it was so crazy. Yeah, so crazy. Yeah. Anyway, you were no saying, idea what you I was were, talking about. You were talking about, and then we had a skip of a record there. Yeah, the skip of the record. Came through. But the parade came through. It was definitely not. A little girl there wasn't really, wielding the sword. Yeah, wielding um, the sword. and um, Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Anyway, yeah. that was, that was parade, good. That was, I really thought for sure I'd remember what I was going to say, but <laughs> I definitely don't. Um, oh, I remember what I was going to say. Like, yeah. there's, there's that place of being able to... I think we do ourselves a great injustice when we judge. We judge those things mm-hmm. like, oh, man, I, you know, I should not be afraid right now. This is ridiculous, you know, and we judge. We judge those feelings, mm-hmm. but it's literally like your little five year old self coming into the room and being afraid and you being like, that's ridiculous, mm-hmm. you know. Um, instead of looking at yourself and going, oh my gosh, this is, this is real. You're five. Mm -hmm. You actually don't have the capacity in your mind to rationalize what's actually happening. Right. And so then we become super hard on ourselves and we're like, this is stupid. And then again, we shove it down or think we like push it away, but you don't, you don't push away what you don't feel. It just stays inside of your body and it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. You know, just continues to haunt you moment after moment every time she jumps out I was like I'm here (laughs) (laughs) you want to pay attention to me Mm -hmm. Um, so true and so just not being judgmental of those situations and just allowing just like having compassion for myself and not judging that or trying to rationalize it was just so helpful Mm -hmm. you know and not having language because a lot of times when we would talk I would have no language I just was just scared mm-hmm. and I w- it was okay for me to tell you all the things that I was scared of even though probably none of them would happen but to be able to it's like in this is us when Randall and um, Beth you know what's the like, worst case scenario mm-hmm. and just to be able to like talk through those and like and then just find them find their way out of our body and mm-hmm. let them like land on the floor and <laughs> not be something that we hang on to yeah you know? it's good um, which is, you know, I just, I feel like it was so, it's really important for us to have people in our lives that aren't like us mm-hmm. um, because, because they bring balance. Um, they bring, uh, they bring logic that we might not necessarily have. And so in the midst of it, I couldn't have been more grateful that you do things completely differently than I do. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's annoying. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And sometimes it's really annoying to you that I don't do things like, mm-hmm. you know, you think I should do them or, yeah. you know, which is, it's great, right? We just yeah. get to yeah. ebb and flow and have conflict and be like, nope, I'm going to do it like that. Don't tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so for you in the midst of all of this, like obviously your experience was like so different, but I mm-hmm. think that your, what you realized about yourself was, um, was so amazing um, mm. in uh, in the process uh, that you had, and I think there's probably a lot of people that um, really would value 
deeply what you uh, what you found in the middle of all of this. Yeah, I think uh, you know from from the beginning, I I realized that um, you know the people around me that I loved and that I that I trust and that whom I also like followed in certain seasons of my life, like you being one and, uh, and like blindly followed, you know, um, and, and a couple other people that are, that are in my life where I, I like fully trusted them in, in moments where I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to go. I didn't know, uh, the next step to take, you know, just in my journey and in, in just like, like Hey, you want to start a business? Cause it could <laughs> yeah. be cool. Yeah. You want to go? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> you know, or just even, yeah. Asking me the questions that kind of stirred just a different, um, you want to change the world girl. Yeah. Yeah. Like stirred, stirred something different in me. And, and it was, and so like during this, this season, like right now, I, um, I like was not afraid at all and I like wasn't and so in turn I thought that there was something that I was missing because I wasn't afraid as as other people were and it wasn't just like everybody it wasn't yeah. the people running around buying massive amounts of toilet paper because I didn't and do that even in my fear I did not do that. no you didn't <laughs> and you know the people that were like you know posting things on Facebook that were a little crazy where it's like I wasn't I wasn't following that thread and because I just I, but yet it did do something where it did question, um, or I did question myself as to really what, what am I, what am I feeling? If I don't Mm. feel afraid, what am I feeling? Um, and so it was, it was an interesting, I was, I didn't have like a conversation with myself, but it was, I was very present. I became very present. Um, but then also very true to, to myself Right. So it was it was kind of this um, it was this cool uh, realization of like, wow, I I actually do and can trust myself in in moments that are extremely stressful. Like I don't have to, which I which I did, you know, part of like martial arts training is like there's there is that part where something like a threat is there, like an actual threat. It's Mm -hmm. not like a um, it's not a choice. You know, like I don't actually, I get to choose how I respond, but I don't actually get to choose whether or not the government is going to say, hey, Oregon, you've got to like close, close everything up for a while. You guys have to stay in your home. Like I don't get that choice. I don't get the choice as to when it opens back up, you know. Um, and so there are many things like that in life that we we will or we, that we can see or that do come to us like sickness or like relationships that where you have another, you have a partner where you are responding to them as much as they're responding to you. And, and so, but you don't always, you don't get to control them. Yeah. You know, you don't just get to walk away. Um, you know, people do, but that's not what I am choosing to do. That's not what, that's not what I believe that we are even like meant to do, designed to do. And so, um, through this whole, the whole process, I started to question myself as to why I wasn't afraid, but really, I was, I was sad. I had this sadness that kind of, uh, bubbled up inside of me that I, I was more fearful for, um, like my, like the people that I knew that could possibly get sick. Mm. Um, you know, like my dad and my mom and the older people that I, that, 
I am close to, or even the people with respiratory issues that I'm close to, you know? So all these things, I just started thinking about the people. I started naming the people and thinking about like, gosh, like it would be awful if this really did, if this got to them, if they did get sick. Um, and, uh, but then there, there was also like a point where I realized that I needed to respond as a leader, but I also needed to respond as a woman, like to, to me, mm. like to myself, to really what it was that I was feeling. Right. And so I had, you know, the keeping the level head of a leader, but then also like not just telling people what to do and then not doing it myself because, really honoring your feelings and your body is something that we talk about. Yeah. And, and so I was feeling these things, but if I just denied them for the sake of leadership and for the sake of like, (laughs) you know, people like people are following me. So I need to like have, have it together. You know, I can't, I can't break down. I can't be, I can't be sad. I can't be afraid. I can't be, I can't be any of those things. Can we talk about that for just a second? Sure. Can, Can we just talk about how, how, wrong of an idea it is that if you are a leader you should be flawless Mm -hmm. and not have mistakes and yeah yeah we've we've talked about that before like you and I've talked about that Lou we've we've even sat and talked by like saying like I I don't want to follow somebody who who hasn't made a mistake yeah you know like I don't want to follow someone who um is spotless because none of those people actually are they're just afraid of you seeing their mistakes Mm -hmm. and then wondering if they're a good enough leader yeah but i i i don't remember who the original person that ever said it was but i want to follow a leader that has a limp ivan roman (laughs) well yeah i mean it's like a (laughs) that's where i had it's it's from yeah yeah, he had he had said it I had heard it and I, it yeah. changed. I mean, I, yeah. I heard it a long time ago. I mean, it's like a, it's like a yeah. old, old, yeah. you know, yeah. one of those picked up from, you know, a long line of people. Yeah. Rather, I wonder who the originator of that was. Probably some president or something. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Um, but, uh, but really, really Somebody wanting, who's been through battle. Yeah. You know, somebody who's been through, been through something and come out on the other side. And is not afraid for you to see it. Exactly. Yeah. Because I don't think true leadership cannot come uh, without paying the price of limps. Mm -hmm. Because then you're not really a leader. You're a regurgitator of information Mm -hmm. hoping that people are going to follow you. Yeah. You know, because true leadership and true authority is when I have been through something And then I can talk about it. Mm -hmm. And I can talk about it in a way that is transformational. Mm -hmm. And it's it's from firsthand experience instead of some like secondhand revelation of something that I read in a book. Mm -hmm. You know, like, oh, well, this is what leadership looks like. But then you've never actually been a leader and totally failed, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, Yeah. But yeah, so in in going back to that, I just wanted to um, just wanted to to talk about that because I do, I think it's very, I I think it's very honorable for leaders 
to be able to say like, here's where I went wrong. Here's what I did right. Here's mm-hmm. where I fell flat on my face. Mm-hmm. You know, here's where I messed up. Mm-hmm. Um, or even for them to say that they don't I'm know. I'm struggling. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. And, and that's, that's really important. You know, I think, um, it's really important for, you know, leading groups of people, coaching, teaching, but then also even like parenting as well. (laughs) You know, when your kids, your kids need to know that you've made mistakes Yeah, and they need to know from your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. They need to know from your mouth, like your spouse needs to know that you've made mistakes and they need to know from your mouth. And then you don't have to live your life hiding like you've never made any mistakes in your life. Yeah. Or trying to make up really cool stories to like on how to avoid it or make you, you sound like, because sometimes we're not always the good guy, guys. (laughs) Sometimes we aren't. Sometimes we hurt people. We make mistakes. We do stupid things. You know, like sometimes we just, we just really aren't. We really aren't the good guy. Um, always the good guy. Sometimes we are, we are the bad guy in a way that is like, sometimes we do say things to intentionally like hurt people, you know, or intentionally like razz somebody and we stick our fingers in their wounds and wiggle our fingers around in their open cuts. Cause we know that we know exactly where they're at and we know exactly what to say. And it's, it's not, um, it's not good. But yet, if we're able to apologize or if we're able to actually stand up and say, like, okay, this was, I was wrong. This was hard. Um, but it might take some time, right? It might take some time. And, and this, is, this is something that, you know, or, or even like going along the lines of even what we're talking about. Like, I'm sad or I'm angry or I'm upset or, and allowing yourself to process that as a person first, like for, for me, like for Chantel, as a woman, I need to be able to process those emotions. And because I'm leading women, I'm leading women who are also human, who also have emotions. And so if I am unable to value those emotions and value the feelings and just say, well, I can't feel, I don't have time to feel. Um, I have just a a talking head. Yeah. I I have a family to lead. Um, I have, which is, which is very true, but you can lead and be emotional and feel at the same time. Yes. Those are like the greatest leaders. Yeah. You just don't know what it looks like. And so that's why it's so scary. Yeah. You know, you don't know. I don't know what it looks like to walk forward and cry at the same time. Yeah. There's you know? a difference. There's a difference. I was listening to somebody talk the other day, and the, the difference between being um, personal and being personable. I can be personable, but not personal. But when I can be personal, and not always just personable, you get to see um, a different part of me. Not that as a leader you need to show. What we're not saying is like you need to go show all your wounds and all your mm-hmm. mistakes to everybody. But it is just the reality of being being more human, which mm-hmm. is part of what we so value in in everything that we do is just really wanting to help women realize their own humanity and being okay with that I'm human and I have emotions that I have pain that I have heartache that I have victories that I I do uh, deserve to be kind to myself and I it, it is okay for me to like myself and to speak well of myself and it's okay for me to you know, allow other people to, to see me and see all of, all of me yeah. at times, even when it's, you know, really, really messy. Yeah. Yeah. And so true. I think that there really is, 
such a beautiful opportunity in the midst of of what we are in right now to really be able to look at ourselves mm-hmm. and to to see ourselves and to um, to to stop lying and hiding mm-hmm. and and to really be able to come out of this time like a lot more healed and a lot more whole mm-hmm. and and also yeah a lot more healed a lot more whole for sure and to and just to stop denying things you know like stop denying your feelings yeah you know stop denying the struggle stop denying the the things that are that you feel like or like feel like all you have to do is just like decline it and it goes away yeah it doesn't it doesn't work that way yeah it doesn't like it it absolutely doesn't and you know when you see it is you see it the next time that there's a stress yeah that's when it's revealed again where it's like whoa that is not healed whoa that is still there yeah and but like even in a time like this like when there is something that like when there's an extreme pressure or weight stress of some sort then things are exposed yeah where you're like whoa that is that's still there and it's it's and having enough courage to look at it and say okay I want I want to do something with this Mm -hmm. you know what I'm not sure and that's I think where we get to really help people like I don't know what to do and you're like great come alongside come with Mm -hmm. us Mm -hmm. let us give you tools and let us walk with you and let us help you and let us you know hold your hand while we kick your ass Mm -hmm. and you know Mm -hmm. and just like our last that was the title of our last podcast of Mm -hmm. just it's the difference it, it is like tough love is love mm-hmm. and and being able to um walk beside people and really challenge people in the midst of this which is i think one of the really the coolest things that we've been able to to do in this time is still um do what we do even if it is virtually but seeing um how many women are getting just crazy um just realizing so many things and growing and getting healthier and having crazier breakthroughs and dealing with things that they just never even knew that were, was mm-hmm. there. It's like, it's just so, it's just so cool. Yeah. You know, yeah, it is really great. I, yeah. I think that the, you know, when you look at the big picture, like even, you know, like with what I, I processed in, in, in the big picture, not just the season and just knowing that this is, this is a part of my life. You know, this is, this season is a part of my life. Yeah. And so it's, it's it, a part of all of our lives. Yeah, it is. And it's not, it's not, remember that time where we had to sit and do nothing. Yeah. You know? I do not know what that is like. Yeah. It's, it's like, that is not, it's, it's not about that. That is not how this is. And sometimes we, we forget that like right now, like honesty and the present moment, like right now, now are the most powerful like things that we have. Like in all of the things that we look for, we look for a book, we look for a word, we look for, but really like the present day, like right now and honesty are two of the most powerful things that we have. Because right now is when we can actually do something. And honesty, like when you really look at honestly how you feel and what is happening is when you can actually find the direction of where to go and what to do. And it's, but so often we look for like, okay, we look ahead to the time when this no longer is, 
what it is mm-hmm. or we look back at the times that were and but really like today is is more powerful right now than tomorrow will be yeah. you know because like tomorrow as in like tomorrow from this moment yeah. and so it's it's um I'm really just looking at at this at this time being extremely present and feeling whatever comes up and then also using the tools that I gain like right now in these moments to apply to my future because the tools the tools that we do acquire throughout our schooling throughout the books that we read throughout the TED talks that we watch or um, the podcasts that we listen to those are tools but the tools will never they will not feel the feelings for you yeah well and they're not going to pick themselves up out of the toolbox and just get used by themselves like we actually have to pick them up and say like okay I want more hope like I have Mm -hmm. to use these tools I need more courage like I'm going to use this tool I need Mm -hmm. more confidence I want to be more confident I want to come out of this season more Mm -hmm. confident more hopeful and more courageous yeah and knowing that that's going to take a lot more than me just sitting around and hoping something happens to me yeah you know yeah that's so true because I you know when when you look at when you do look at the place of okay, I am, I have all these tools. I have this toolbox. I can use all these tools. You use the tools, but the tools still do not feel the feelings for you. Like they don't, they never will. So it's like you, sometimes we feel like when we read the book and we have the process that then when we have the process, we're not going to actually feel the pain or the grief or the hurt or, or it, it, the joy or or the the joy. Yeah. It's like, but we just we just assume that that's what's going to happen. But really, those tools are helping us, like you said. Like we need to use those tools to actually reveal what is there. Um, and sometimes, what is there is something that we actually just need to deal with. Yeah, yeah. So I encourage you if you're one that's like, man, I'm having a hard time in this season, and I don't really know what to do. And I thought that I had like gone through this already. I thought that I would be better than this. I thought that I'd be able to handle like more stress. Like I thought all these things. Like if you are, if you are that person right now saying that, I just encourage you to, there's nothing wrong with you. It's not that you're dumb or that you didn't retain any information or what you needed to from the workshop or from the book. But it is, it's just as simple as just allowing yourself to feel, trusting yourself and making a connection um, and having it be just like you recognize like right now in this moment, this moment matters and you matter too. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. So thank you for joining us on this uh, episode of Dear Life I'm In. You can find us at uh, on Instagram at dropgym. Uh, drop dot gym drop dot gym my bad first mm-hmm. time we've announced that mm-hmm. uh, our website is www.dropgym.com man that just sounds so good no facebook has not allowed us to change our business name so we are still camp 17 on facebook hopefully mm-hmm. that will be able to change someday um you can find chantel.dayton on instagram i am lushan crenshaw on instagram and uh Thank you for joining us uh, for this episode. Um, We hope you enjoyed it, and we will uh, talk to you soon. 